Welcome to the Catapulting Commission's podcast. This is the place where we discuss how to maximize performance and improve retention with today's modern sales force. Every conversation on the show has one goal in mind, and that is to catapult your commission. I'm your host, Anthony Garcia, international best-selling author, motivational speaker, and a lifelong sales enthusiast. Be sure to join me every week as we interview sales leaders and entrepreneurs from around the world. We will discuss best practices and ensure that you leave motivated and inspired to take action. Now, let's enjoy today's episode. Catapulting Commissions family, what's up team? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Catapulting Commissions podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Garcia. Listen, I can't think of a better guest to come to Catapulting Commissions than the man who runs a company named Next Level Income. Because truth be told, as we go and we catapult our commissions and we look at accelerating our sales career, we get to a certain point where income comes in. And the number one question that I have from my clients or followers that have been with me a long time is, how do I grow? How do I scale? And they're usually talking about personally, not professionally. Chris Larson is the founder and managing partner of Next Level Income. Since retiring after 18 years in the medical device industry, he dedicates his time to helping others becoming financially independent through education and investment opportunities. Chris has been investing in and managing real estate for over 20 years. While completing his degree in biomechanical engineering and MBA in finance at Virginia Tech, he bought his first single family residence at the age of 21. Chris expanded into development private lending, buying distressed debt, as well as commercial offices, and ultimately syndicating commercial properties. He began syndication deals in 2016 and has been actively involved in over $500 million of real estate acquisitions. In addition to real estate, Chris has invested in equities, oil, gas, and small business lending, as well as being an active in Venture South, one of the nation's top 10 angel investing groups. Chris lives with his wife and two boys in Asheville, North Carolina, where he loves spending time with them outdoors, enjoys food, and culture that comes with the North Carolina region. Chris, welcome to the show. Anthony, I'm super excited to be here and talk to an audience that I'm very passionate about being a part of. I'm glad to have you here, bud. And and yes, definitely, we we have a lot of alignment, right? So so you you put in a really incredible uh, you know tenured medical device career, as did I, and I understand. When you when 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 your name came across, I'm like, hey, I'm going to talk to somebody about, you know, that's coming to the show. I look at this and I'm going to start with a little story problem. And I'd love to share hear your thoughts and and how this happened for you. So in my medical device career. I made more money than I ever had in my entire life, and it came really fast. I made tons of mistakes. Finally, think I've, I've matured on the the back half of the the back half of the decade and saved some money and did some some smart things, but these sales professionals that are in these industries, and I'm gonna call out some of my listeners: medical device, software, large enterprise, agriculture. I mean, you have sales reps that are making three, four, five hundred grand year over year over year. Eventually. The rug gets pulled, meaning quotas get too high, industry changes, competitors come in, 
you, you know, and I don't want to say the rug gets pulled completely, but it's definitely a little harder to make that level of income. Yeah. Some of these people find themselves with a $300,000 income in a $280,000 yearly lifestyle. And now they're putting themselves in a the tough position. So next level income, let's talk about that salesperson. What do they need to be doing in their life to not feel this pain of this commission breadth by living in this high income level? I mean, let's let's talk some money. Let's talk some retirement. Let's talk all that fun stuff. So I'll turn it over to you on that, Chris. Yeah, that was perfect. Wow. We can go we can go all show with that, Anthony. Um, so first off, I think, you know, yeah, whether you get the rug pulled or you just get hit by that wave on the side of the boat and the, ro- the boat rocks a little bit, you either fall down, or you fall over the boat and you're like, okay, what do I do now in my career? I know a lot of people, like you said, making too much money, they get let go and their territory gets split in half because they're too successful. I have a good friend that just happened to them and I'm sitting there in the gym. He's talking, he's like, yeah, I got let go. You know, they, I was one of the top reps. They let me go. They replaced me with two people. They're paying them less than they were paying me. So it, you know, you may be too successful. You know, your quota, you may miss your quota you know, one time because, you know, something happened. It might be COVID, maybe out of your control. You know, maybe there's a corporate contract that, you know, was again, out of your control. Um, all of these things. So if you're listening, you're like, yeah, like that, that worries me. That keeps me up at night. Anxiety comes from the type of financial planning that we are taught in this country. So think about it. You're told, you know, put money in your 401k, get term life insurance, pay off your house. Well, I have a lot of friends, coaching clients, Anthony, they have seven figures in their 401k. They're making, you know, combined with their spouses over, you know, that half a million dollar mark that you mentioned. And you know what they say? I feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck, Chris. I don't know what I'm going to do if I lose my job because having money in your 401k is not a plan for financial freedom. That is not the way to true success when it, when it financially, and it's also not going to leave that anxiety. You have to have a plan to replace your active income so that you can truly be free, which means you can be passionate and dedicated to what you want to do. I had the president of my company call me a few years ago. He said, hey, Chris, you know, I've heard about some of this real estate stuff that you're doing. And frankly, you know, some people are concerned about that. I said, I'm not going to say his name. I said, you know what? I said, I appreciate that. I said, but I want you to know one thing. I said, I don't have to be here today. So you know I want to be here. And you know I'm giving mm-hmm. my all because this is what I'm all about. So I think with true financial independence, you can be truly passionate and you can focus on the things that you are meant to do. And you can also be more confident if you, if you can go for the big sale instead of having to play small ball because you're afraid of losing entirely or losing your, you know, you know, that, that little sale, you can play for the big dollars. You're going to be more successful. And actually when I didn't have to work anymore, Anthony, I made more money year over year over year the last years of my career than I did before that. And I can walk through the strategy that I developed over 15 years to make that happen. No, we definitely want to hear the strategy. And I love what you just said right there, right? You're when you weren't dependent and, and, and I, I guess dependent, but yeah, I guess dependent on the money you Absolutely. made the most. It's, it is, it is the where the term commission breadth comes from, right? You're just so desperate to make a sale because you need the money. You don't make a sales. You're saying I wasn't really dependent upon it. I, I had financial freedom. So I was fully engaged and gave 100% to what I was doing. So yeah, talk to me. How did you get to that point? Because no one starts there, right? Chris, I'm going to make an assumption. No one starts, hey, I'm going to be savvy right out the womb. And I'm afraid like there has to be some learning curves along the way. So how did you get to that point? 
Yeah. So, and listen, I'm going to, if you're listening today, you can get a free copy of my book, Next Level Income. It goes through my entire story here, the plan that I'm going to lay out at nextlevelincome.com. Just click on the book link. Um, we also have a brand new book that it's, uh, it's out as well. I'll tell you how to get that. But so my story, I was racing bicycles. I know a lot of successful salespeople have competitive backgrounds. That could be um, things like ballet. It can be sports. It can be music. It can be a lot of things. But I find that you know, a lot of successful salespeople have com- successful competitive or athletic backgrounds. And I was the same way. I raced bicycles for nearly 20 years, kind of on and off. And I was racing bicycles. I was in college. As you mentioned, I got a degree in engineering, but I didn't want to be an engineer. I want to be a professional cyclist. Well, after my best friend passed away, he had a massive brain hemorrhage, came back to school, raced another year. And I realized like, what am I doing? I'm riding my bike around in a circle. And there's, there's so much more to life. My friend Chris does not have the opportunity to live his life anymore. I felt the duty to not only live my life and get the most out of it, but also honor the life that he didn't have. And there was a realization that I had over that period, Anthony, and that was you have to have financial independence. You have to have true financial freedom if you want to live life to the fullest. So, you know, whether that's, you know, money to send your kid to your child to the best school or, you know, um, take a vacation or have a nice meal or take some time off or provide, you know, care, you know, medical care to you or a loved one or, or donate to causes that matter. Like all these things take money. And here's the thing. If you can write a check for it, you don't have that problem anymore. Does that make sense? Mm. So money, that's just the way it is in, in the life that we live here in America. So I set off on this path towards financial independence. Um, 21, you mentioned I bought my first property. I was day trading in the stock market. That was, I found out that wasn't for me. It was very volatile in the late 90s, kind of like it's been here the past few years. Highly profitable though. You know, when you're a junior in college making five grand a month, it, it's pretty nice. But when you're not sleeping, you know, you're like, this is not sustainable. Real estate to me was sustainable. So I set out to become an investor and I wanted to become accredited, which means as an individual, you're making $200,000 or more annually or $300,000 as a couple. I know a lot of people listening here are, are in that category. Mm-hmm. When you reach that point, you have access to investments that ordinary people do not have. So when Dave Ramsey's telling you to pay off your mortgage and you know, put money into your you know, IRA, like that's cool. Most of the people that listen to Dave Ramsey don't have the financial capability to do these things. So I bought a couple properties and then I, I basically ran out of money. Like you can only buy and invest so much. So I said, okay, I remember going to Borders Books. We didn't even have a uh, Barnes and Noble um, near Blacksburg where I was in school at Virginia Tech. And I read this book and it was, it was 100 careers that make over $100,000. And I'd always kind of been in sales. I sold wrapping paper door to door. I sold newspapers. Um, I sold lofts in college. And I'm like, you know what? Sales. Sales is where it's at. You have freedom. You have the ability to do these things. And I set out to get some sales experience. And I, I, I thought pharmaceutical sales would be pretty cool. But in the pursuit of that, I found someone that was, work, that was a friend of uh, my boss that I was working for at State Farm who was in medical device sales. So a lot of people say, well, Chris, when did you start doing real estate? The answer is, or the real question should be, when did I start doing med device sales? And that was when I figured out I needed more money to invest in real estate. <laughs> so I had a very simple plan. I was going to save 50% of what I made. And this is what I wish everybody was told when they started out. This is what I told the reps that I used to train. They're making sixty, seventy-five, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 a year as a trainee, which is, which is still decent money. And I'd sit down 
I'd say, Anthony, listen, you're going to finish this training program. You're going to go on to be a full-line rep here over the next year or two. You're going to double, triple, quadruple, even perhaps more than that, what you're making. The trick is, can you keep your lifestyle in check so you can save 50%? And if you can do that, you can set aside that money. If you invest it properly in income-producing assets, anybody can be financially independent if you're making two, three, four dollars $400,000 a year. I believe in seven years or less, call it 10 years, it's possible. But you have to start out first with that discipline, then with a strategy to keep more money, which is proper tax and insurance planning, and then a proper strategy to grow money. And that's the next level income strategy. Make more money, keep more money, and then grow that money to replace your active. Man, I wish what you just said, I wish somebody would have told me because I had to get, so I got my first, business got my teeth kicked in when i was 24 25 i uh, had to close the doors down because i mismanaged finances made too much money you know i got got lost in the sauce didn't cover payroll was bad went corporate america got the corporate rope uh spent some time b2b got into med device and quickly was that person went from 60 70 80 to 400 in a really quick period and i'm like holy shit like this is fast like this is I, I mean, I cried on my first commission check. I'll never forget. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is what I made this month. And then like two weeks later, the commission check for the next one that comes. I was like, oh, I hit the jackpot. Spent money horribly. Like I said, made tons of mistakes. So I, I think there's some value there with, with reps and sales professionals learning. Can you scale back lifestyle? That, that, that really strikes for me. It, it strikes for, that, for, for the audience because in, in no pun intended, but to get to that next level of income, I mean, I would argue it's the next level of freedom people want to get to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what, that's what it starts with. There's got to be a why, right? Like for me, it was, it was you know, the death of my friend. And then um, my father passed away when I was young as well. And once I had children, it was like supercharged. Like I want to spend more time with my children. I want to coach their team. I want to, I want to see all their games. I want to take them on nice vacations. I want to, I want to have, you know, Give them the opportunities that, you know, I didn't have. I know a lot of people are in that. So look, here, here's the other thing. From a financial perspective, you said, hey, how do you scale back your income? It always feels like we're budgeting, right? It's like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to budget. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, spend as little as possible. I'm going to save as much at the end of the month. That's, again, this is backwards, okay? So many things are backwards with the way we're taught. In chapter three of my book, whoop, can't, I don't know if it's easy to see there, but your opportunity fund, I talk about a winning strategy. For savings, pay yourself first. We've probably all heard this, right? Set it up so you have a savings target. So let's say your goal is to save, I'll just make it a round number, $5,000 a month. That might sound like a lot, but hey, if you're making $400,000 a year, as you mentioned, Anthony, that's probably reasonable. I call it your savings tax. And you can do this in a few different ways. You can set it up so it's an automatic transfer into a savings account, into an investment account. I use cash value life insurance, and I, I'm not going to go into that today, but I go into that in my book. And that's actually what the, uh, the new book is called. It's called Money Insights for Sales Professionals. And if you email me, I'll send you a free copy of that as well. Um, but the idea is that you don't touch that money. So you, that money's pulled aside. And then here's the fun thing. Let's say you get a big bonus check, okay? Let's say you get a $50,000 you know, bonus check. You hit your savings goal, you put your money aside. If you save that, you get to spend what's left over. Doesn't that sound better than saying, hey, I'm going to save what's left over? 
You know, it's like, I'm going to try not to spend this money so I can save it. How about this? Save the money first, hit your savings target, and then spend what's left. And that's fun because you get to enjoy the bonuses that you get. And it's okay. Maybe it takes you a little bit longer, but you should also enjoy the life you live. You're making that kind of money. Yeah, it, that's that's a great way to think about it, right? Spend after you've saved. And and I've always I've always found and this is this is truly vulnerable, but I've always found I have to save automate automatic, can't think about it, and I have to and I save personally, I save in chunks. So I save I have an automatic automated system where money gets put into in a savings account and then chunks. So my my definition of chunks is if, if I get a large billable and it's it's a substantial billable. Then I'm like, okay. And in my mind, I know what my profit margin is. I know what my operating expenses. I'm like, okay. Before I look at this in the world of profit, I'm like, okay, we're gonna chunk this bad boy, and we're gonna chunk it, it. long. I mean, the moment the billable hits, it is like, let's chunk it. That's the only one that's manual. Love it. And I know for myself because I'm I'm we're salespeople. We're really good on selling ourselves. Like, ah, oh, I don't. Do I really need to put ten grand over here? No, I, you know what? I could do something. And it's just. And so I love what you said about, uh, you know, save first, spend afterwards, because that is a mental shift that I've never heard. And it makes sense to me. Like, hey, let me just enjoy what I have left over. Like, let's just spend. Let's have fun. If if, if I want to go to have a nice dinner with my wife tonight, then I've put everything else in a row first. So and I think you are going to go have a nice dinner with your wife tonight from what I remember here. So that's yeah. true. We are definitely <laughs> we're going to go out and have a nice dinner tonight. So that is that is true. Uh, so let's let's talk the investment strategy here. So. Chris, every I, I'm just going to keep referring to myself because at a certain point in time, I feel like I'm based on my background. I'm, I'm am was part of your client avatar. I know that when I started making tons of money, everybody had an investment strategy for me. Everybody, I mean, you you name it. Somebody told me here's how I should invest my money. Some were trying to sell me their services. Some were trying to sell me their MLM. Some were trying to sell me their widget some are trying to i mean you name it i've been pitched it to this point where at nausea how or what metrics are most important for the catapulting commissions family to look for when they're when they're evaluating what are the investments i should put my money in that's a great question look there there are a lot of salespeople out there and i'm not going to pretend like i don't make money from the deals that we put together okay Mm -hmm. so it's important to understand how the professionals you work with are paid. Okay. So it's no different than when you were were in the OR and the surgeon looks at you and says, Hey, Chris, Hey, Anthony, what product do you recommend? They, you sure as you know what better recommend your product. Right. And I'd I'd say, Hey, listen, you know who I work for. You know what I recommend? You know, you you know, I'm I'm biased here. Right. And just understand, you know, the bias or, or who you're speaking with. But here's the thing. It depends what your goal is. Now, I believe that if you want true financial independence, your first target should be how much passive income, and you need to know this number. All right, so start writing these things down, or um, you know, you know, pause this, pull the car over if you're driving. Number one, how much do you need to live on a monthly basis? And this is a very bare bones number. So this is going to be your mortgage, if you have a car payment, your your groceries, your utility bills. Okay. So let's say you come up, and I used the same number earlier, $5,000. So I'm going to stick to that. Let's say you say, okay, my goal is $5,000 a month. If you save $5,000 a month for 10 years and invest it at about 12%, 6% and 6% cash flow, not 12 and 6, but 
12% with six of that being cash flow, you'll be financially independent in 10 years. Okay. Very simple, very simple number there. So number one, know what that what that first number is. Number two, put together an investing strategy that is going to produce cash flow on a monthly basis that will get you to that number. Now here's the thing. If you talk to your financial advisor, most people don't know this, but most financial advisors, they are not allowed per their contract to recommend the types of investments that got me towards financial independence. They got me to financial independence. Not only they are not allowed to recommend them to their clients, a lot of them aren't even allowed to invest in those same investments themselves. So here's a great question. If you're working with a financial advisor and they recommend a product to you and your goal is financial independence, say, hey, are you financially independent? And if they Mm -hmm. aren't, you should say, well, is this really the type of person I want to be learning from? Or they at least should be on the way to doing that. But then ask them what they are doing to make that happen. Okay. We were financially independent and we're talking two kids, upper middle class lifestyle at 38. Okay. We, we don't, we don't scrimp. Okay. So I have a formula for that. How do the rich invest? I just had a guest on my show, DJ Van Curren. He works with, now you can check out our podcast, or our website. He works with family offices worth $250 million or more. Number one way that those families made money were starting their own business. Think like a Bill Gates. Number two, mm-hmm. real estate. Number two, real estate. And do you know how much they invest in income producing real estate as a whole, those $250 million plus families? About 25%, 20 to 30%. So look at your portfolio and ask yourself, do you have income producing assets that compromise 20 to 30% of your portfolio? If not, I don't know about you, but I always like to do things on the next, you know, what the next mm-hmm. level is doing. And that's how I learned this strategy. So, all right, so let's recap. Number one, know what your number is. Number two, figure out an investment plan with investments that are going to produce cash flow on a monthly basis that can ultimately replace that. And then you can do a simple backwards calculation to figure out how much you need to invest in on a monthly basis or annual basis to get to that number. And we're actually coming out with a tool that's going to allow you to do that as well. I, you know, it, you simplify it in its, in its pure simplest form. I mean, we just reverse engineered what my lifestyles want. I love the, right. I love what you said to the financial advisor. Are you financially independent yourself? I can't tell you how many times where I would look at people who would give me advice and, and you're, you try to be humble, right? And you're like, okay, look, the numbers I'm talking, yeah, the numbers I talk in my head and the numbers you talk, we we are not in alignment because I mean, there's, there's, there's certain financial programs that Dave Ramsey talks about that I don't qualify for. Right. And you look at them and you're like, Hey man, I, I get that. There's, yeah, I could finagle my way into that, but true W2 income, I don't qualify for the crap you're saying. Like it's just, it's not, um, so to, to really like ask somebody, it, it goes to show catapult commissions family, like. Who are you taking advice from? One of the best things that I ever heard to this day, if I want to learn how to be like, if I want to learn, if I want to learn how to become a millionaire, I'm going to ask a billionaire. <laughs> like I'm going to, I'm right. going to learn from That's someone right. who yeah. looks at the million dollar lifestyle. Is like, I did that 40 years ago. Like that's the person I want to learn from. 
I don't, I don't want to learn from the guy that is just theory, which social media gives us just theory experts all around the world. So I love that. So so let me ask you this, Chris, what are the mistakes that you've made in this journey? Because we have the, we have (laughs) the outcome, but let's, let's make somebody's, someone's listening to the show right now. Like, all right, man, this guy's great, but I screwed up. Like I did this. Am I so far lost that I can't fix myself? Let's, Let's talk about some of the lumps, you know, some of the bumps in the road. So first off, you said you had a great quote at the beginning of the show, Anthony. You said you're not you don't just come out like this, right? Like mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't just graduate. Look, I have I actually have an MBA in portfolio management. I didn't come out with my plan. It took me 15 years to figure it out. So people say, why did you write the book? Like, which look, my book is written to help you shortcut the path to success. Cut 15 years off your learning curve. Okay. So first off, number one, I I did not, I was investing in residential real estate. Okay. So now again, this is not what this is not what the ultra rich invest in. They invest in cash flow commercial real estate because of the stability and the tax benefits, as well as the control you get and the legal shield you get from it. Okay, mm. you go and buy a house yourself. You personally sign on the loan, okay, or the mortgage. You you have to have liability insurance for that. You can't scale that business. By the way. If you have investment property, like Chris, I, I'm on the way, I'm, I'm doing this. How much does the equity in your property that you have built earn you? Mm. Zero. It earns you zero dollars. So as you build equity in a property, that's what I figured out. So what did I do, Anthony? I said, hey, I'm going to have enough properties so I can have $10,000 a month coming in. That's twice that $5,000 number that we mentioned. I'm going to, you know, this is after expenses. I'm going to pay off the mortgages and I'll be free you know, by the time I'm 35. Well, guess what? I was making 7% returns on my property, 7%. I have investments now. I get more than 7% cash flow, just cash flow, not mm-hmm. even counting the appreciation. And then guess what? I had to pay tax. And when you're making 300 grand a year plus, I was getting yeah. 4% after tax. That's a crappy return, okay? Yeah. Trust me, that is not a good return. You are not going to become financially independent. And I didn't, I didn't hit that realization until I was... Um, about I was in my early 30s, so both my children were both born. I was probably 32, 33 when I hit that, and I had to figure it out. I bought my first property at 21, so you know I I eventually it took me less than three years. I sold all my residential properties and rolled them into that. The other thing, what do rich invest in? They don't buy term insurance; they buy whole life insurance. Okay, because there's cash value; it's protected. I know some people listen might remember the story of Enron and Ken Lay, and this isn't like an example of who to be like. Mm-hmm. But he pushed so much money into life insurance, even though he was sued, they couldn't touch that. His fam- you know, they couldn't touch his family's wealth that was stuffed inside of that life insurance. But here's the thing. If you have money in your life insurance policy, you can access it. And it's, it's already, you've already paid taxes on it, so you can pull it out tax-free and use that money for things like putting cash in the bank like I did two years ago when COVID hit. And I didn't know mm-hmm. if I was going to get any money from our medical device business. Or if our, if our tenants were going to be paying rent, which they didn't, by the way. But I had mm-hmm. 200 grand, boom, in my account within three days. Also, you can use that money for things like college expenses and those sorts of things. So I didn't, I didn't put enough money. I didn't start those plans till I was older. And I, would have, and I also didn't, I didn't structure them the right way. So I would have a lot more money in my policy. And then the other thing is you need to, and I feel, I feel like I've done a pretty good job of this. Um, but. I didn't seek out the best help soon enough. I tried to do it all myself and I didn't go and hire a high level coach. I spend more on coaching and masterminds 
today than I made annually when I was with Pfizer. And I was pretty successful. I spend a significant Mm. amount of money on coaching. What I can tell you is it makes me back a multiple of what I spend. So again, you know, learn from other people's mistakes, find the experts that you can employ to make those happen and, and model the success of people that are doing like 10 times what you want to do. Like you were saying, Anthony, and actually that's what a thousand times, um, is a billionaire versus a millionaire, not, not just 10 times. Right. Um, but model people that have far exceeded that, because if you can, if people have 10 X, what you want to do, doubling, tripling, quadrupling, what you're doing will be a lot easier. I love how you say that because I guess it's, it's, I don't know if it's a loaded question. Is it too late to start, Chris? Never. Best time to plant a tree yesterday, right? Second best time today. So look, it's never too late to start. It's never too late to start. And, and listen, I think I'm very, we're, you know, a lot of people in the medical device industry, I am so optimistic about the technologies that are out there. Um, I have a, uh, I, I work with a personalized medicine group. I think, you know, my health continues to get better. I think, you know, if, if you're like old, you know, people used to think I'd live till 80. If you were healthy and you were hundred years old, how much longer do you think you'd want to live? I'm confident we're going to live longer. So listen, if you're listening, you're like, I'm 30 or 40 or 50. I spoke to a new investor this morning. He's 51 years old. He's like, man, I got a late start. You know, I just had my, you know, my first child. I'm like 51. I'm like, man, you're like, you look great. You know, you're, you're energetic. It, it doesn't really matter. You know, when you start. Again, we can always look and find somebody who's done it faster or better or had more luck or had a head start in life. That's no way to live. You just have to go out and do the best that you can every day and find the people to help support that mission. Love it. Well, Catapult to Commissions family, do do me a favor. Take some action because if you're not looking at your income saying, hey, how can I create lifestyle? Because if we're just working consistently to make commissionable dollars, to have income and spending and repeat rinse and repeat it gets old i tell you from experience i tell you from my personal experience i tell you from my client's experience it definitely does get old uh you know i i the biggest mistake i ever made was you know i i capped out i'm embarrassed to say it now but i guess it's, i capped out my 401k through my employer by march and i didn't have another investment strategy for the rest of the year i mean las vegas had fun but I didn't have a strategy and man, <laughs> I look at it now and I'm like, that was easily a six figure, possibly more mistake from just that year. Had I been a little smarter, but I mean, it was 32 tons of money at the time of my life. I was like, Oh, this is great. I'm gonna live infinite, stupid, stupid, younger versions of Anthony. So moral of the story, catapult missions, family start today. Chris, let's talk about your book real quick. Next level income. You know, how does the Catapulting Commissions family get a hold of this? You also mentioned you have an additional book. I, I want to make sure we give those resources out to the audience today. Yeah, please. And again, they're all free. So look, my mission is to help spread the gospel, if you will, of financial independence. So first, go to nextlevelincome.com. Go to the book link. Put your address in. I will send you a free copy. Nextlevelincome.com. Click on the book link. Um, the new book, we don't have it up on the website yet, but check it out. Uh, email me, Chris at nextlevelincome.com. That's chris at nextlevelincome.com. Put money insights book in the subject, money insights book in the subject, and I'll send you this as well. Both of these are going to talk about in detail about everything we touched on today, Anthony. It's going to talk about the overall strategy on how to do this. It's going to talk about our investment strategy in commercial real estate. Um, It's also going to talk about 
some of the specialized insurance strategies that used to only be reserved for the rich and how those work. And again, if you never invest in one of our deals, if you never work with us, that's okay. Take the strategies in these books, take a step in the right direction, like Anthony said, take action so you can move closer towards financial independence. And I truly believe that you will not only have a better life, but you will be more successful in whatever it is that you're doing if you have that. Mm, power. That is such a powerful thing. Guys, Chris just told you numerous times, take action. The first action, go to nextlevelincome.com backslash book. Second action, email Chris at nextlevelincome.com. Get the money book for sales professionals. I mean, you can, we can only give you so much value before you have to take some action. So do take the action, get out there, create the lifestyle you want. You know, it's easy to make $100,000 to save $100,000 requires a whole different level of a skill set. And you have somebody here that's designed to teach you to do that year in, year out. I got to be honest, you save $100,000 a few years in a row. If executed properly, you can have a high trajectory. It's just that discipline and that lifestyle. And I think you definitely would benefit from reading the book, listening to Chris and and hearing out. And, And Chris, we have the podcast, right? Next Double Income podcast as well. Almost forgot that. Yeah, we got our podcast. We got our blog. We have our free book. Um, everything's up there. We have tons of professionals and people that have, have gone through and are examples of exactly what I talk about. And look, this was founded, Anthony, because I started and I started writing this monthly newsletter towards the trainees that I was working with to try mm-hmm. to teach them these same strategies that we talked about. And over time, that grew that evolved into nextlevelincome.com, which can be your resource to help you achieve financial independence. The podcast, the blog, the book, and all our resources that are there. Awesome. Well, Catapultic Missions family, you will find a link to that in the show notes. So if you're driving, your whatever mobile device, it's in the show notes. If you're watching the YouTube video, it's in the show notes. Get connected. Chris, thank you for joining the Catapultic Commissions podcast. I wish you nothing but abundant success in the new year cat, or in the in this upcoming year. Catapult to Commissions family, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, comment, and I'll see you next week. Catapulting Commissions family, that does it for today's episode. If you found some value, please be sure to head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. Don't forget to subscribe. That way you're notified of new episodes. If you want to see the video portion of this podcast, head over to YouTube and look up Catapulting Commissions Podcast. Finally, if you want a free copy of Catapulting Commissions, be sure to text the word HELLO to 661-228-8967. Again, text the word HELLO to 661-228-8967. Thanks for listening to the show. I'll see you next week.